Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. And now your host, Kyle Ruff. Nice, cool, yeah. Let's get that going, baby. Let's get that going. Submitting to comedy festivals that we won't get in, even though we know the organizer. We are yeah. going to submit. Go to have a video. It's like, all right. I can't wait until we can submit to High Plains and they can tell us no. Someone's let's, calling me right now. Let, let's answer it. I'll oh, answer oh, it. It's too late. It's too late. I'm going to get it. So, welcome to the Steamboat Comedy Podcast, everybody. Your host, Kyle Ruff. Hi, yeah, it's me, Kyle Ruff, yet again, joined by Matt Newland. Thanks for having me. It's good to be in your room. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good to be back in your room. It's always nice to be in your room. <laughs> Check it out. You mean the studio. The studio. The, <laughs> the yeah. very professional podcast studio. It's always nice to sit in your room. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to just sit in your weird room with the bed leaned up against the wall. I gotta admit, the other studio was nicer. It was. This has got a good ambiance to it. It's more grunge, which is my style. That's true. This is more grunge. You're a grunge mattress, guy. mattress up. Mattress on the wall. Yeah. Weird shit on the walls too. Steamboat commit. <laughs> commit. Yeah. We always got to fucking address that. Yeah. Very committed. <laughs> that's what that's about. Um. So we're back. Little hiatus. Little hiatus. <laughs> I know we never. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Well, that's part of it. The coughing there. Which we, everyone had COVID. Yep. But we never have hiatuses usually. We're usually extremely consistent. We're continually coming back from hiatuses. <laughs> <laughs> hiatus I? <laughs> yeah. So it's been almost a month since our last podcast. Yep. A few things have happened. couple things. Including... Uh, Route County being ravaged by COVID. Absolutely manhandled. We're in the top five for COVID cases per county in the U.S. Yeah, if you believe in that shit, yo. I mean, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You're really honest with me. It's fucking after the last. I mean, you've got it 14 times at this point, so it's like you're immune. I have had COVID in every orifice of my body. (laughs) Yeah. That I went in and they're like, you have COVID of the anus. And I was like, that's not a thing. And they're like, well, it's in your mouth now, it too. It is now. And I was yeah. like, well, how do I keep doing this? You just have to keep getting toothbrushes because every toothbrush, you it just gets COVID all over yeah, it. especially when I stick it up my ass. It's yeah. Really <laughs> that's where you got the COVID from in the first place. I know. Whoa. You brush your teeth. Then Wait, is it is it mouth then ass or ass then mouth? I always forget. Depends on the time of day. Depends on, <laughs> depends on the mood. Depends on morning or night. Depends on what yeah. she says. Uh, so we're we we're got a bunch of COVID going through. A bunch of COVID going through. We also um, have to mourn the dearly departed Mr. M. K. Paulson. Died of COVID. He died of COVID. Yeah. He got COVID so bad in his left ankle that, that he died. That he died. <laughs> he and broke his left ankle, but that'd be pretty funny if like we just started calling all injuries COVID. Because <laughs> <laughs> COVID, like you break your arm, like oh you got COVID arm. Got a little COVID arm. It's gonna take four to six weeks. <laughs> Don't touch anyone. <laughs> yeah, this is your COVID cast this for your COVID, COVID arm. Yep, poor MK man. Yeah, that's a super bummer, man. Uh, he was really starting to find his groove. Really mm-hmm. starting to uh, actually get good at snowboarding. Yeah. Until the one day where he wasn't. Well, it's tough up there, bro. It's the tough mountain's there. a fucking tough spot. That's a tough. I mean, it's like way bigger than a hill. Yeah, I'm not talking shit on M- MK, but a lot of people are like, "Oh, it would be great to live in a ski town," and then you ski for three weeks, and you're like, "I'm, 
I, I just did. I was like, I think I broke my neck, <laughs> dude. I swear, I swear to God. It's like it's not. Yeah, it's great to live in a ski town, but it's fucking. You gotta be ready for it, dude. You gotta be ready for it. I ate shit on Saturday. So what? Tell us how you ate shit. What happened, dude? It was just Saturday morning. Got dropped off. I don't want to give out. Got dropped off on a good spot on the mountain. You know what I mean? Don't don't let everyone hear where it is. I think you know where it is. Okay, and, uh, heard. Got dropped off. Great, good vibes. Snowing. Fucking nuking. Why is that a secret spot? Because <laughs> once people know you can do that, eventually there's going to be a line there. Uh, That's what we were talking about. Like in three years, there's no way this is going to be a thing. I mean, it's already kind of like... It's a little bit of a thing, but there was only like 15 people there at the start. And I guarantee you... Uh, opening chair, so 8.35, I think, is when... Really? That one opens, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the base is definitely And the base is packed, dude. And there was like 20 people there. I was like, not a lot of people, but... It was nuking, great vibes, went up the lift, was going down to storm. Yeah. First run, I was like, oh, there's like eight inches of powder. This is great. Mm-hmm. Hauling ass. Oh, what, what's that groomer when you take a left? Uh, right off of storm? Yeah. Uh, no, no, right oh, off right of- Right off of Thunderhead? Yeah. That's, uh, what is that? It's not- I never know what it's called. It's just go Rudy's? down to storm. It might be Rudy's. I think it's Rudy's run. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's just, I was flying down it. Mm-hmm. And there was a little bit of crust underneath and my left ski got hooked came off and i went over the t- over the handlebars oh buddy. my dims weren't set up enough either which is yeah, like, apparently if you're no, ski i just got the fucking bindings put on and i was like i should turn these dims up and then i just haven't yeah, yeah so i'm always like crank those dims i was like i want my leg to come off before the ski comes yeah off. that's where i'm at now i was like yeah. i'll never do that again ski came off i fell going mock fucking 20 like Oof. eight shit popped up i was great and then the next day i was like oh my neck's sore my neck's a little sore from the fall, maybe. Yeah. And then Monday at yeah. work, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this is brutal. And then Tuesday came around. And I was like, I need to go see a physical therapist because I might have broke something in there. Jesus. So then I went and saw a physical therapist. And he was like, you're a pussy. And he was like, it's not broken. I was like, that was 80% of the reason I came in here, man. Oh, there you go. I can leave now. Yeah, bye. But it's still fucking sore. It was brutal, dude. Even just like icy hot in the fuck out. It of was it? a whiplash, which is a broad term. I didn't want to yes. go. I didn't want to go into the PT's office and be like, "This is whiplash," and he'll be like, "You're a fucking idiot." Yeah, but okay. he was like, "It is whiplash. That's just a broad term for like when you experience a high impact and then just tighten the fuck out of your neck and back yeah. to protect your spine, like yanked really hard unconsciously. Yeah. yeah, and you're so tight that the force and it so it fucked me up. And I was like, I might, I might not be able to walk anymore. I mean, it's basically <laughs> just like a low grade like muscle tear, is what that. Yeah, is at that point, right? well, it's just so it's like. If you just, there's no way like you could just flex your neck that fucking hard <laughs> if you weren't bracing <laughs> for an impact. You're you know? just standing still. Like, and you, you just flex like, your I neck so hard to get myself whiplash. that sore. Yeah. So that happened, but I'm good now. Gotta be careful on the mountain. I am so not careful every day. No, I'm, I'm not either. That's why it's so fun. Though. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm like, I gotta take a week off. My my whole thing on on skiing. And I it's I ski every day. I ski five days a week to and from work. And yeah. I've been doing it since I was three. That's why working. you're so jacked. That's why I'm so jacked yeah. and tall. And <laughs> I'm I my only way that I can get off skiing is to just like go as fast as possible and just be sketchy. And also, like, while trying to look as nonchalant as possible yeah, while wanna, going fast, you want to look. It's steezy. all about looking cool. It really is. It really is. Because when you look cool, because <laughs> when you look cool, you ski better. You ski better. You really do, though. You really do. Though. There's a reason you see some people look super dope and they're skiing, like doing crazy lines, and you're like, oh, it's because you got to be dope yeah. to ski dope. Exactly, dude. That's it. Yeah. You can't be going 
fucking pizza down the mountain doing no. 80 miles an hour. I mean, I could. It I just c- won't work. You'll fall. I could 80 mile an hour pizza. If you I could not 80 mile an hour pizza. I could, pizza, I could bro. 80 mile an hour pizza, dude. <laughs> you realize how quick your leg would turn in? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, just, you just like you snap just both your fingers yeah, and just go dude. forward. No, I mean, I. You can go fast, but it's got it's more about looking cool whilst going fast. Yeah. Like I'll do the like like my pulls, I don't hold them like this. No. I hold them both in one hand. Yep. Or I put them behind my neck like this. Very cool. To look extra cool. Very cool. That's the whole point. Yep. That's about as nonchalant as you can be. You know what I will do? I will put one pole here in front of my stomach uh-huh. and then I'll keep the other one behind my back. Ooh. Okay. Pretty cool. That's kinda cool. Not bad. If you're skiing and turning, you can't really do it, but if you're Bombing down just, a cat track. Just, yeah, just yeah. cruising. It's like, like you're getting ready cruise. to do a 360 and I'll never do one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, he's about to throw one and I don't. Yeah. 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 It's like you like start to turn going up to a jump and then you just go past it. Fakies all day. <laughs> just, <fakies. laughs> just tossing fakies. Nah. No. No, thought I was going to. I could, but I won't. Uh-uh. You guys don't deserve it. So MK snapped his so ankle. So MK <laughs> was not looking cool. <laughs> no. Nor was he snowboarding well. Well, and he was snowboarding, bro. That's what we should have told him. Well, I know. Yeah, you got to ski. fucking snowboard, man. I mean, he's already gay. Why not just ski? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? Dude, his fucking local jokes were getting good as shit, too. I know. He, he, was, was, just... he was starting to get the jokes on that. as like, I'm gay, but I'm not so gay that I ski and yeah. stuff like that. Like, it was great. The local, the Texas, the, all the local jokes were coming in mm-hmm. nice. And then he blew his ankle out. And then he blew it out. He basically, it was the same kind of thing. It was like dust on crust, and he caught some ice kind of underneath yep. some powder. And I think he's just such a gigantic fucking goon of a man. Yeah, he's a big... That he basically, there's the torque. From the way he described it and the way that his binding, like, like, because his toe binding was off, like, when it happened. Like, he, like, blew through it. And essentially, it was just so much weight, like, caught on his front edge that I think his, like, the whole weight of his body just came into his front ankle and just kind of snapped it. Cause it's like right where like like where you roll your ankle on the outside. Yeah. It's like that's where the break is. Oh my god. And the the doctor said it was like this break is consistent with like someone who like falls off of like a building. Wow. Yeah. Like if you just like land and land flat, and like yeah. just like break your like fucking foot or leg or whatever, that's like what it was like. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fuck that bummer, dude. Big time bummer, and it was the day of. Not only was he coming to work. Where I work, but also he was supposed to be in the show. It's my show. Yeah. <laughs> Same day. yeah. So he really let you down by breaking his ankle. Yeah, I was like, "You're a real selfish prick." <laughs> yeah, is what dude. I said. I was like, "Why don't you think about someone besides yourself and your shitty?" Before ankle? you go out and break your ankle. Before you go out and break your ankle, like a selfishly complete narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, but we did have that show. That was the same day. I, that was yeah. I went and did the show that night, and I didn't you even. Did. I was like, I ate shit today. I think I told you that. But yeah, I wasn't like, did. oh, my neck hurts. I was like, dude, I fell really fucking hard today. Uh, and then the next day, I was like, oh, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna be paralyzed from the neck down. And then I'm not now. So it's, yeah. So you're I way have better this than MK. Great appreciation for walking in life. Yeah, and take shout out to all our handicap fans out there. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the Stars program, big friend of the show. <laughs> Sponsored by Stars. Sponsored by Stars. You can be a star too. The Star program is uh, handicap kids this ski. They're very, very, very cool. It's an acronym. I don't know what it stands for. Strong. Turbulent. Turbulent. Athletic. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. 
<laughs> really starry people. Starry people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're not sponsored by them. And we're not. Yet. <laughs> yes. Yet. Yet. Until they hear this clip. Once they uh, return my emails, I assume they'll say yes, just like strings. Yeah. Um Yeah. So it's a bummer. Yeah, it must have just been that day. Like it was like super crusty and then some some yeah. powder on top is catching like edges underneath. But that was a bummer. And then yeah, later that day we had our last show at First and last that weekend. First and last did we have God, when's the last time we had a podcast? Have we done one since Mo was here? When was Mo here? Mo, I think yeah, I think yeah, no, because I'm one. looking at the calendar behind you. Mo was here the third, yeah, and then we the we covered last that. podcast came out on the eighth. Um, so that was the only show we've done since yeah. the last podcast. Mm-hmm. A couple open mics. I did go since then. I went to California, Cali, and, and did a show in Denver, which was interesting. Uh, great times. Yeah, I mean, so okay. For those who don't know, who are Fran, Frans, who are Fran Dreshers of the show. Friends um, of the show. We got a lot of friends of the show. Friends of the show. Um, that should also be the name of our podcast is Friends of the Show. Friends, yes. <laughs> That's our spinoff podcast where we just interview people about how great we are. Interview the 60, that would be 60 episodes. Yes. One guest per episode. <laughs> <laughs> Something roughly yeah. like that. Um, but so I've I've been doing a lot of shows through the Libertarian Party. I thought you were liberal, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is the root word of liberal is liberty, which the, the liberals don't really get all smart, you know, so much anymore. doesn't matter. Not to get into it. <laughs> Not to get all political. Not to get or, all political. Or, or anything. But uh, they, they flew me out to do a show at this event. So uh, what day was that? I'm looking at it. Uh, December 11th was the 50th anniversary of the Libertarian Party, like, coming into existence. God bless America. God bless America. And the Constitution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's goddamn all them right. stars Do you stress. think you would have got that gig if you didn't have a mustache? <laughs> I hope not. I'm <laughs> Because <laughs> if, if not, then what am I doing? Yeah, that's the whole... <laughs> then what am I even... What am I even doing? You grew a mustache and became Libertarian. Yeah. Like, you didn't... I could, like, your freedom just ooze out of <laughs> yeah. my face. Like, I was a commie until I turned 24 and I could grow a mustache, and then I was just a man. Uh, like, barren arms, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I just, it just, guns just fell out yeah. of the mustache, and I was like, here we go. So, they flew me out, but it was more of a, uh, like, a party thing and less of, like, a comedy thing. Yeah. And so, it was really uh, interesting. <laughs> so, what was the show? So, it was just, like, a, was so it just was, events set up, and you just had a comedy slot? So they what they had they just had like a little party in like an event room. So I, I flew into Fresno and across the street from the airport in Fresno was a hotel. And I went to that hotel and then I went back to the airport and I flew home. And that was my experience in Fresno, California. Beautiful. So it, all It's it a was, beautiful town. You guys should the, check it out. Yeah, I say I incredible. <laughs> <laughs> the skyline, unreal. They had a Holiday Inn. Yeah, <laughs> I think had, that's the whole vibe of Fresno. Though. You pretty much got it. Yeah, I mean, everyone was kind of like, ooh, you're going to Fresno? And yeah. I was like, ugh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad that that's... I, I saw as much as I needed to. <laughs> Beautiful town. But uh, it was... They, they just had like a... I don't know, it was like a fundraiser thing. And they had some some tables there. And like one guy gave like a short speech. And there was like dinner... And then um, 
they had the comedy show was like the entertainment. Yeah. And so I was headlining. I did f- about 45 minutes. Did anyone open for you? Yes. So there was two local guys, which apparently came as like a tandem. Um, nice. And this was this is my I've been on the other side of this. like a good old comedy duo. Yeah. <sighs> I love it. But it is it's so it's interesting like you've gone other places and it, it's weird because like the headliner will come in and a lot of time the headliner's a dick. Uh, or they'll have some like remark and shit. Like I, I won't say the name, but I did a Vail comedy show, and the headliner who was average at best uh, came <laughs> up to me and Charlie afterwards and was like, "Oh, like glad you guys did well. Like you never know what you're gonna get with openers and stuff." Yeah. And I was kind of like, I, "Is that even a compliment? Like, what is this passive aggressive bullshit?" Well, it's all about them. You never know what you're gonna get with opener. I never know what I'm gonna get with openers. Yeah, how's it gonna well, go for me? It's yeah, like, fuck yourself. You're, My show might not yeah. be as good as I'd like it to be. No, that chick sucked. But anyways, so I get to California. This is my first time headlining a non-steamboat comedy mm-hmm. thing outside. And so these openers, there's two local guys, and apparently they, they had to come as a tandem. And the one guy was this, like, the first dude was this fat, older, maybe Hispanic, native, na- maybe native guy. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we're, um, we're not here to... I mean, gen- none of his jokes were about you know. that. Yeah, I know. I don't see color, so I'm yeah, just. Exactly. I this is what I was told. <laughs> yeah. So this was in uh, his yeah. vig. Yeah. So <laughs> I was just like, "You're." I, I assumed you were white. Yeah. Because you're here at <laughs> this libertarian convention. <laughs> I assume everyone's black, but that's where we, you know. Right. Once, yeah, <laughs> and that's why we're the perfect tandem. Exactly. Everyone is gray. Milk and us. chocolate. Milk and yeah, salt and pepper, baby. That's right. <laughs> salt and pepper, bitch. <laughs> so. So the first guy goes up and just eats a plate of dicks. Really? Just do you remember? Oh, so no, never his mind. Thing you don't was, have to say any jokes. Well, I was going to say, do you remember his opening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I write it down? Yeah. <laughs> no, but, he, uh, but he just kept being like, uh, he kept making jokes over and over again about fucking kids. That didn't go well? Surprisingly. Wow, people usually love that. The Andre Martinez approach didn't yeah. work for, for once. People and so he kept like... Well, did he try to make fun of cancer after that? And, you know? There might have been... I mean, I felt like I was getting cancer, so I can't yeah. really tell. But he he went up there and was just, like, uh, just making a bunch of kids about, like... Uh, jokes about, like, banging kids and being a creep and stuff. And, like, people in the audience were like, please stop. Like, what yeah. are we doing here? And he did probably about 10 minutes. And then his buddy of the duo came up, who was also kind of, like, a little bit older, heavy set guy, but just kind of like a... Like I don't know White guy with a beard Yeah Like he was like An ex-military guy So he had like that Like stocky thing going on And he just Started out just by Lighting up his buddy And just like Just shitting all over him So I was like Okay well I don't have To do that anymore Nice which it sucked though, because I was like, "Well, I kind of want to." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like you just took five minutes away from me because I wanted to shit on that guy. <laughs> but he must. I, I the impression I got is that he just like brings his buddy around to shit on him, and then that's his opener. That's so, his five minutes. So up he's top. always gonna do well in comparison, and he did okay. But then he started doing jokes about you know, like his son and how he like like beats his son and shit. Nice. And so I like nice. I went up there the first thing I was like like give it up for dude and another dude. I was like you'll see him on the Chuck E. Cheese tour. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Jesus. The Nickelodeon fucking. One of them will hit your kids tour. and the other one will fuck them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> one will knock them out, the other one will fuck them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it was bizarre. And then. So try to write jokes about fucking kids. Yeah, so. it always, always goes well. Any aspiring open micers out there, yeah. try to try. If to I write. could give you any piece of advice, kid fucking primo material. Oh, it's the primo of the comedy. Yeah, 
stuff. It can't ever <laughs> backfire at all. And so, yeah, I did like, I did about probably about 40 minutes. And it went good. It went well. It was kind of up and down. It was, it was, again, it was a weird room. It wasn't like it wasn't like a comedy show. It was just like people who just ate dinner yeah. to like donate to like this fundraiser. There was no and brick were, wall. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, ha, 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 ha. And, but it was good. Like It went well. And the important thing is- um, They liked you. So they liked me and- <laughs> I got paid. The, so <laughs> yeah. the, the important the, thing is- And I got paid. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they just all they did was cover my flight and- uh, and my hotel, so it was just like a free, basically like opportunity vacation thing. They did yeah. make me pay for my own drinks, which pissed me off. That's fucked up. That's like, like the what? number one thing you want. I was want like, covered. come on, just like throw me like an extra twenty bucks. It's not very drinks. libertarian but of them. People were buying me drinks, so it was fine. Okay. But uh, the the chick who brought me out there, her name is Angela McCardle, and she's the head of the Los Angeles party chapter, or whatever. But she's about to be the head of the national party, like the whole thing. Okay. Like, she's going to run and she's going to win in a landslide is basically what's going to happen. But she's like, she more or less said, I want you to come out and do this shit all over the country all the time. Nice. And I was like, okay. For sure. Can and you get a little better audience for yeah. the next ones? <laughs> and some openers, well, please? But um. the, so to the next night, though, I went to Denver and Robbie was there. And Robbie has kind of his own a similar following, but it's like off a podcast. Yeah. And so uh, it was like... A sold out room, hundred plus people, uh, all young people. Everyone there was probably under 30, 35. Yeah. Um, packed to the gills and just just fucking crushed, dude. It was so fun. Fuck. It was amazing. How much did you do? I did, uh, I think fifteen or twenty. There. Nice. Fuck yeah. Yeah, super awesome. So like, well, the, the night before was like weird, but that opened a lot of doors, and then the next day I got to actually like fucking throw it out yeah and have a good time so yeah it was it was an awesome weekend and i'm hoping i can get some more uh opportunities out of it you can yeah i already told you that i want you to come with me to pork fest next year i want to go to pork fest dude pork fest is so awesome i'll go to pork fest fuck it you gotta <laughs> let me know two years in advance so <laughs> <laughs> well, i don't really leave a lot <laughs> it's in may is that what it was march may Something with an M. One of the yeah. months when it starts with an M. Hopefully May. I think May. I think it was May. I think you went last May. I'd go to Pork Fest, dude. Do I have to submit a video? Uh, <laughs> it's a sore subject. I don't think so. We'll see. That's a little ways out, but I've already somewhat been confirmed. I've also been uh, contacted to go back to Texas again next summer. Too. Nice. For the Lesbos? For Not for Lesbos. I thought that was the name of the place. Lesbos? I thought that's where you performed. I I performed well I guess oh well so that was the second time okay so the first time I went to Texas was for Childerberg which is a little little festival that's coming up little festy little festy that's what we call it in the biz yeah little festy little commie festy yeah, little comedy no festy. comedy <laughs> yes. communist festival it's a communist festival <laughs> we was <laughs> the libertarian and communist festivals it's it's there's a lot of tension yeah you gotta balance you know yeah exactly <laughs> it's the yin balance. and the yang the dude. yin yep the liberty the commie all together in one As peaceful one. harmony yep and that's so, how we will finally make it through this covid thing <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find balance, dude. COVID hates balance. But anyway, so that'll all be cool shit coming up. Um, trying to think, what else has happened? I'm trying to fill the I'm looking at the calendar over. Oh, uh, we did the show on Saturday. We did the show on Saturday. Great our show. Most recent show. Great show. 
Great turnout. Great, great turnout. show. It was just a single show. Usually we do the Friday, Saturday. Yep. This time we only did the Saturday, which is kind of nice. Yeah. All or nothing, baby. So it's been a, uh, a Steamboat Comedy tradition to do a New Year's Eve show. Yep. And unfortunately, that fell through this year. Which is fine. Which is fine. I mean, it's we're okay. honestly, <laughs> fuck, dude. I've been so goddamn busy. Yeah. It was fine. It was fine. It was a nice little, nice little show. It was a good little show. Yeah. Um, just for like a, like a low ticket sales. Uh, MK was gonna headline. He died of COVID, and then yep, COVID of the ankle. To chop then, his ankle uh, off. Friend of the show, Mark Masters came in, and filled in. Friend of the show, real gentleman, Mark made the made the trip up. At the the last first thing minute. he said when he came in, he's like, that was a terrifying drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, I've been driving the mountains for 20 years, and that was terrifying. And you're like, cool, we'll go tell some jokes and then do it again. <laughs> yeah, dude, go, go wipe the sweat off your forehead <laughs> and tell some jokes. Forehead, tell us some fucking jokes and then get back in your car and get the fuck out <laughs> fuck, of here. Fuck, dude, that was a wicked night, too, just driving weather-wise. It, it was, was, no, it was gnarly. It was like two degrees out, icy as a box, dude. It's been dumping here. I know, it's lit, global warming. It's global warming, dude. And you gotta factor that into the whole COVID thing we got going on now, too, with the communists and the libertarians. Oh, my God. That's the yin and the yang. That's the the commie COVID and the libertarian global global warming warming coming together. As one. As one. Unifying. One unifying. Branch, if you will. (laughs) That's that's the tree. Yep. Is water. The roots are covid and global warming, and what sprouts is commies and libertarians. The root of the water is COVID. Yes. It's the and blood of the... Maybe that's where we're going wrong, is we need to embrace the COVID. Yeah. Make the COVID feel welcome. Yes. I've been and then it would that. want to leave. Yeah. Wow. It's we've, a, we've been spending so much time trying to push COVID off. No COVID, no COVID. Maybe you have. I know you have. Yes, COVID. Yes. yes. I mean, it's, it's like an ex-girlfriend, you know what I, I mean? I get the joke now, Kyle. <laughs> I get your joke now. Thank you. Four more years. You're welcome. Four more <laughs> I, years. I get it I'm now. the only one trying to solve this. <laughs> if we elect COVID president. You should throw that in there. Then it's, yeah, you that line, at least. I'm, am I the only one who cares? Trying to solve this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Maybe it's worth a shot. I, I mean, mean at this point, shot. dude. Can't, at this point, I mean, uh, nothing. Nothing apparently works. No, not a thing. You can eat as many broccoli as many broccoli salads as you want. No, you're, you're still getting COVID. You're Although die. I've heard the uh, Omicron variant is a fucking pussy, dude. It's a little bitch ass COVID. <laughs> Hasn't killed anyone yet. I mean, it's it's killed as many people as Alec Baldwin, which there is, is one person. Bingo, bango. That's a meme I read. I'm not funny. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I want to go to Alec Baldwin's one-man show. I also just... <laughs> I heard it's killer. I heard it's killer. Hey! Alec Baldwin, you get it. Hey. Comedy. Hey, I'd give it a shot. Hey! hey. Whoa! I heard it's a real blast. Yeah, All right. Go sit right in front. <laughs> Did he shoot? The one chick I shot like in the face and it like went through her face and hit the next person. Isn't that what yeah, so it hit, I think it hit like the director and then the director of photography or something. Mm. And they were both standing, they were kissing each other's necks or something. I don't it know. They went right but through both uh, their necks. Show business, dude. It's fucking, yeah, it's, it was probably, show probably like handing the child on a leash to the other person. Yeah. And as she leaned down, it went through her neck and into the, just missed the, barely missed the sex slave. Real JFK type shot, it sounds like, though. Yeah. Through one person into another. Real magic bullet. We haven't gotten that in a while. I mean, 
I always thought it was Alec Baldwin in the grassy knoll, but could have been. Could have been. That's another theory. Can't we prove should. It's not. Well, we're just bringing it to the people. Just, up to you guys to decide. Your, yeah, if so Alec Baldwin hit us up at steamboatcomedy.com. We had a um, fan poll. Was it Alec Baldwin in the grassy <laughs> knoll? Yes or no? <laughs> we'll and if yes, why would he do it? They were, yeah, what's he doing? What would he do? What's the deal with this Alec Baldwin guy? <laughs> that was fucking retarded. That's what we do here. That's why we're the best in the boat, baby. Figuring out the tough questions. Just if they had just only had like one person on that set, I could have been like, "Can I see that gun? Hey, I think there's a bullet in this. I know something about guns. Right? Don't shoot this at anyone. Right? But they're all cowardly. But they're all like, no way. Guns no are guns. Bad. They, the only guy they have, the guy in charge of their guns is a uh, it's carrot top. A prop. Manager, it's carrot top. It's carrot yes. top. You don't know shit about guns. I don't know shit about guns. I don't know shit about anything. No, if they just had one person like from the NRA in there, they'd be like, "Hey, can you like make they sure they hired one Republican?" Yeah, <laughs> just one Republican. <laughs> one Republican. Just be like, don't really talk or say anything on the set, but like the scenes with the guns, we're just gonna have you look at him. them first. Yeah, if that's okay. And he's literally just a farmer from Iowa. Yeah, like he has no other formal training. And he's like, oh yeah, there's a bullet. He's just here. spitting tobacco yeah, on the like, set. He's got a piece of straw coming out of his mouth in overalls, and he's just like, yeah. there's a bullet in there. <laughs> that one's good. That one's. I think this one's all right. That one's good. There's a little something in this one. There's a little something in this one. Oh, that's a bullet. Just one person. That's all they need. But what do we know? Kyle, what do we know? What do we know? I don't know anything. I mean, we know a lot about uh, Spider-Man. Oh, I know. I do know a lot about Spider-Man. So we got to talk about Spider-Man. God. We both saw the new movie separately, not together, unfortunately. But we both saw it. I did see it with Reed Belmonte, who can't be here tonight. That was his second time. It was a second Because he time. was at the showing that I was at. <laughs> he was. <laughs> How many then, times has he seen it? So literally, I was, when I did the Veil Comedy Show, that's another thing that happened here. Again, shout out to Mark Masters, front of the show. I did Veil Comedy Show. That was Thursday the 16th. And as I was leaving town, Jared texted me and was like, hey, you want to go see Spider-Man? And I was like, no, I can't. I'm doing Veil Comedy Show. And he yeah. said, oh, okay. And then I get back. Two days later, I find out. They all went and saw Spider-Man without me. Yeah. And I was like, you motherfuckers. And so I was, I was like starting to feel sick. This is like right before I tested positive for COVID. So I, but you, you felt know. sick because you hadn't seen Spider-Man. I know. I was, I was literally to my, sick to my <laughs> stomach God, of, go from the it. FOMO of missing Spider-Man. And I was like, I need to cure this illness. I was like, I'm going to go see Spider-Man by myself. Sick as a dog. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to die of lack of Spider-Man in my life. And so I was like, I'm going. And I'm going to go see it by myself. And Reed was like, oh, no, I really want to see it with you. And I was like, you had your chance. You yeah. Fucking Benedict Arnold, you traitor, you Judas. And then he saw it with you. And he was like, oh, okay. And then so he came with me. What and a good like, friend. He's a great friend. What a good friend. Right out to, shout out to Reed Belmonte. Shout out to Reed. Hope he feels better. Yeah. He's got COVID number two in the last two weeks. That's apparently. A, it's probably just the flu. I got oh. the, do you remember, I got the flu. Um, that doesn't exist A couple anymore, weeks ago. Man. It does. And it, it was worse than COVID. Yeah. I don't want to say that, but it was. You can't compare it. Knocked me down. We're gonna, now we're just lost our YouTube page. Yeah, yeah did we? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fuck, it's all right. We never had it. Um, <laughs> shout out to MK Paulson. Shout out to MK Paulson in front of the show. No, I did. I got the flu, and I was like, I got COVID, so I got tested. And they're like, no, it's just a flu. And then I felt like shit for two days. The flu is a bastard. And I was like, you know, COVID, I just couldn't taste anything. Big deal. 
made yeah. me healthier. Oh, God. Didn't <laughs> want to have chocolate because I couldn't taste it. <laughs> cry babies. Is all all you. Eat a bunch of like Brussels sprouts and like like healthy things. Yeah, just like brown rice and just fucking rice. just like the frozen vegetables. I can't do the raw vegetables. No, you gotta have them frozen. Well, I can, but it's just such it's just such a hassle. Like we've already talked about up. the air fryer. Well, you know, when you yeah. have the frozen ones in the bag, you just, you just them in the dump those in the air fryer, and you're good to go in seven minutes. That's such a good call. And I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna risk it going bad and then chopping it and be like, I gotta eat four pounds of broccoli or it's gonna go bad. That's a good point because <laughs> yeah. all of my broccoli goes bad all the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I hate buying broccoli because it goes bad. Why don't I just buy frozen broccoli? Just because I think the thing with the frozen thing is like, oh, it loses some of, some of its nutrients when you freeze it, and it's like, yeah. I wasn't gonna eat vegetables anyway. <laughs> so like this is better than nothing. Either this or it's McDonald's. So yeah, what are we doing? This is fucking. But Spider Man was you. fucking fantastic. It was so good. God damn it, I so, loved it so much. For those of you who have not seen Spider Man three, Spider Man three two. I don't know how you say it. Yeah, Spider Man No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah, so good. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But spoiler alert: if you haven't heard it, then you might want to shut your ears or just deal with it. Yeah, or you can, yeah, but skip ahead about forty-five minutes because this is what we're because <laughs> we're about, about to unload, <laughs> no, baby. No, no, no. But I went and saw it the opening day, and it was the first like, not to bring up COVID again. The first like, <laughs> fucking premiere like I went to since COVID. And I was like, what's it gonna be like? Cause everyone and everyone was a stud. No one gave a shit about mm-hmm. COVID. Fuck yeah, dude. We all went in there. Like men. Everyone was watching the performance. Cla- that was the movie itself was great, but the ambiance of the crowd and the laughter and the, and the clapping. Yeah. I was like, this is why fucking movie theaters have made it. Yes. This far, and Absolutely. it was fucking but fantastic. But it wasn't too much where it was people who were like. Like oh my god, and like like saying shit like that. We have to be like, dude, shut up. No, no, it, it was, was like, a like bunch of respectful times. Yeah, bunch yeah. of laughing, bunch of hooting and hollering at appropriate times. Yeah, I feel like if there was someone in there that was gonna ruin it, yeah, ten of us would have been like, we're gonna Spider Man your ass yeah. right now, I'm bro. Gonna web your mouth. I'm gonna tangle you up, dude. This is the <laughs> wrong crowd. You gotta get tangled, dude. Because I will tangle you Spider-Man up. I should say that more often. I'm gonna yeah. tangle you up, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm gonna tangle you up. Goblin, I'm gonna get get you tangled. But it, yeah, the ambiance. It, it, I left feeling inspired. Like it's we're we're gonna make it. <laughs> movie theaters Spider-Man's will prevail. Solve COVID. I, I left looking forward to the new Batman movie. I was like, oh. I can't wait to see that premiere. As much as like. I'm like starting to get to the point where like even though I love all these comic book movies, I'm like, really they're doing another Batman? But I am gonna see it. I'm gonna watch yes. the shit out of it. It I, looks I, so I, awesome. I hear what you're saying. It I, looks I so this. good. It's like another one, but it's like, oh, it's a new actor. It's like, <laughs> so it's like check it out. <laughs> it's like it's like if they were to pull me, I'd be like, Really? I can't believe they're doing this again and then they're like, Are you gonna see it? I'm like, Of course I'm gonna see it. Of course it. I'm gonna see it. That trailer looked sick. It looked so good. <laughs> it looked so good, bro, with the fucking car flipping from that yeah. angle. You know what you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, yep. Looks and, fantastic. And they're gonna do the Riddler right. You know what I mean? I think so. Because they've the been only very time provocative with him in the trailers so far, though. They haven't even shown him. Uh-uh. It's just like little clues. Well that's that's the whole point is they're gonna make it more of like a mystery thing, you know. That's the Riddler. Like, like it's gonna be like the old Batman worries. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. I'll take some nicotine. Little nicotine. Brought to you by whatever this is, Zen. Zen. I think it's giving me throat cancer, but we're what, sponsored, so. What's nice? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do it. We're sponsored, so fuck it. Um. Um. The Spider-Man, though. Okay. Yeah. Back Should to we Spider-Man. get into spoilers and shit? Now we're gonna like spoil. This is legit stuff. spoiler alert. All so. right, it's happening. The fucking 
way they brought the other two in. Yeah. I was like, that was awesome. Uh, I, I, I was like, how are they going to do it? How, how the fuck are they going to do this? And the way they brought him in and how funny those fucking scenes were when they first... I, dude. I was like, this is a fucking hilarious movie, dude. Yeah. Garfield, super fucking funny. So, like, this, it just made me think about, like, how much Andrew Garfield's talent was wasted Holy in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Because yes. those movies sucked. They, they were so yeah. average. I didn't, you know what I mean? I and liked them, but I love any Spider-Man I'll watch. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. But me I, too. I agree. Those were the... Because t- I was a Tobey Maguire guy. Yeah. Growing up, well, obviously everyone fucking everyone was. was. That's who we were looking forward to most. Oh yeah! But I left the theater going, Andrew Garfield stole the stole fucking the show. Movie. He was by far the best Spider-Man out of three. He was the <laughs> funniest. He had the most personality. He had the best lines. He and saved he even, the day. Oh my god! So spoil. So I got quit saying spoiler. I guess we already did. It. <laughs> yeah, so no, there's this a, is the, all the scene where Peter Parker first meets Peter Parker and Peter Parker. And they're yes. talking about like they're on the like rooftop. on the rooftop. Yeah. And they're talking about their mutual heartbreak, and he starts talking about how Gwen died, how Gwen Stefani died in his arm. <laughs> yeah. And he was, <laughs> she was like, like, I don't know if I was a rich girl. Yeah, <laughs> she, <laughs> she was dying. <laughs> she was a girl in the world. Yeah, that's all that he let her be. And so he starts talking about, it and he's like, the, he like breaks down and is like crying, and like he's yeah. like, like, like that was the first thing he did. Well, I guess the second. So the first was when they're in the living room, and he was just being fucking hilarious. Being fucking Everything hilarious. he did, his, he's hanging his, from his fingertips. His and shit timing, on the his fucking the it's lines were written great, but perfect. He was he performed it fucking yes. So he was hilarious, and he, then he showed you emotion. Showed the next you like, scene, the, and the next one, it was like I mean, Tom Holland's a great actor. Yep, and Toby's good. He's my Spider-Man he's, though, I mean, so I'm I, always I'll, I'm always, always gonna love be like Toby. Team he's, Toby. He's fucking Tobes, dude. And he's sidebar, my man. Did, have you ever seen that? Uh, not the Queen's Gambit, but the other Molly's Game. Molly's Game. Have you ever seen that movie, Molly's Game? No. It's about this chick that puts on a fucking big poker game for these fucking high LA celebrity folk, and one of them's a super big douchebag. And in the movie, it was Michael Sarah, but Michael Sarah is portraying Toby Maguire. So Toby, really? Toby McGuire would go to these poker games and just take everyone's fucking money and talk shit to everyone. Really? Like you, that's you gotta a true watch, story? Yeah, you gotta watch Molly's that's Game. That's amazing. So it's a pretty good movie too, but after I watched it, I was like, who the fuck is Michael Sarah portraying? And then I called my brother and he's like, oh, that's Toby McGuire. What? <laughs> I was like, that's how did fucking he, how awesome. How did your brother know that? I saw it because my brother's more of a comic book nerd than I am. Okay. He's a, he's a fucking... He knows all this shit. Like I, I told him, I was like, dude, go see Spider-Man because he hadn't seen it yet. And he's like, I'll go. And just like you, he's like, I'm going to go see it by myself. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then he'll go home and just two hours straight looking at shit just on the internet. Just looking at trivia and shit. Yeah. And he was the one that told me to watch it. And I was like, what? Okay. Who is that? And he's like, it's Tobey Maguire. And I'm That's like, hilarious. That makes me like him That's a little hilarious. bit more. Bullying these people. But to take it back, okay. big Tobey Maguire fan, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield was, he, he had the best, he had the best range in that he had like the he had the best emotion when like talking about Gwen like it was so believable and then at the at the towards the end the climax when fucking uh Mary or MJ, MJ. she's not Mary Jane anymore yeah. she's like politically Melinda correct Jones you know. or something like that Marissa MJ falls and uh Tom Holland goes to go for her and gets knocked out of the way and he goes and he saves her like properly. just properly just like he should have saved Gwen yeah and then like like catches her at the end and she's like, Are you okay? And he's like like choked up. Yeah, he asks her if she's okay oh. and then she goes, Are you okay? And he's like Dude, I'm getting goosebumps yeah. just talking about it. So when that scene happened It was happened, so perfect. When that scene happened, because Tom Holland goes to get her and then Green Goblin takes him out. Yeah. 
And as that happened, I was the guy in the movie theater that went, Garfield's got this, bro. <laughs> Garfield. <laughs> and the whole crowd was like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was so sick. Oh, my God. I, I think I welled up a little bit. When that I was, uh, I was like, ah. That was my favorite scene for sure. It was Garfield's Redemption. Garfield's That's what Redemption. I've been calling it. Absolutely. That, that was, was that was that was like when Garfield finally conquers Mondays. You know yeah, what I mean? He did <laughs> it. Garfield's bro. Redemption. The the scene where they all meet and they're all like, No, I've fucking lost someone too. Yeah. Uh, and Toby's like, Bro, they all said the same fucking thing. Yeah. Great scene to bring it together. Amazing scene. I did like Toby though too. His Toby was blatant great. optimism. And, and, like, he, and he played the old man like I've been doing this for a long time. And he's the thing. most optimistic out of all of them, which is I think is a very Spider-Man characteristic yeah. that that they honed in on. Well, he had gone through the most movies and bad guys at that point. Yeah, of any of them. and he was the oldest, and he's he was like, "This wisest. is what being Spider-Man is about." I'm yeah. still super optimistic yeah. when he's like telling Garfield, he's like, "No, you're amazing, man. Yeah. That's crazy. You got to stop having this bad self-talk." Well, it's also it's <laughs> funny because he kept calling him amazing because his movies were the amazing <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man. That yeah. was like a fun little Easter egg there. Oh, but then when great. they were talking about when they were talking about all the bad guys they fought, that yeah. was Garfield's best line too. <laughs> yeah. It's because they were like, he's like, "I never fought anyone from space. Like I've never been to space," and he's like all bummed out. Yeah. Like, well, who have you fought? And he's like, "I fought a." Russian guy in a rhino, rhino machine. <laughs> done anything. And then that's when Toby was like, you got to stop having this bad self-talk, man. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I just love the way he phrased rhino machine. That yeah. rhino suit. He's like, I fought a guy in a rhino machine. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking, that killed me. Well, we're so funny. No, I guess. Because they went with the original Green Goblin. I was going to say, didn't they do both a... Uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man's villains, but they only did the elect. Yeah, oh, yeah, so they so the the bad guys they left out. They left out Topher Grace's Venom, which they did because of the post-credit scenes was Tom Hardy's Venom. Yep, uh, which is way better. And Topher Grace, that was like the shittiest Venom ever. And then um, it wasn't great. It was terrible. It wasn't great. And they left out. Um, there's um, another one Amazing from- Spider-Man's Green Goblin. Or Goblin is what they called him. I don't even think they called him Green oh, Goblin. Oh, I, for- I even forgot he was there. Yeah. That's how fucking bad that he hairy. was. That Because he was there with Shocker, or Electro, excuse me. Yep, yeah. Um, and they also left out uh, James Franco's Hobgoblin. They couldn't have that many goblins There's in there. There's too many goblins. Did they call him Hobgoblin, though? Or did they just call him Goblin, too? Because I was, I was talking with my buddy. I was like, I don't, I don't even remember. think they've done a Hobgoblin Because that's that's how it was in the show, was it was the Hobgoblin was the predecessor to... Uh, or not predecessor, but he was the uh, the incumbent, if you will, yeah. after the Green Goblin. It was Green Goblin and then Hobgoblin. And from the cartoon, not to get too... But I grew up watching the cartoon, Me and too. it was... It's on uh, Disney+, Plus, so you can watch oh, it. That's it's fucking somewhere. awesome. Yeah, and it was... Uh, the Hobgoblin was hairy. So it was the Green Goblin's son. Yes. In the in the cartoon, at least. Yes, the and that's what they that's what they more or less did. I don't know if they called him the Hobgoblin, yeah. but that's what they did with give James him a, an orange suit. Yeah. Fuck. Give him a different suit. You know how long I've been waiting for a Hobgoblin? Give him an orange <laughs> suit, dude. <laughs> give me a Hobgoblin. Give one of them an orange suit, and I'll be happy. Yes, and then I'll be satisfied. And that's, I think those are the only two left out. Now that I think about it, because they brought back the lizard. Yep. And they brought back Sandman. Sandman. And they had all the original actors. And dude, how fucking good is Willem Dafoe? Jesus. Willem Dafoe and I, I I was just talking with I can't remember the guy Doc who, Ock. The guy who plays Doc Ock. Can't remember his he name might either. have been the second best fucking stealing of the show. He besides, was an integral part of the whole storyline though. Integral part and yeah. just he played the like 
crazy and then the turn like so well yeah and it makes you like forget about what a great character doc ock is yeah and dude. i love too when he was like he's like i'm dr octavius and they're like Nuh-uh. that's not your real <laughs> like, name that's, not, that's a uh-uh. doc doc ock like with eight arms like that's made up um the scene where all the villains get put into the cage yes hilarious all, dude so good they're all talking i was like dude this is one of the funnier movies I've seen in a long fucking time. Well, it's time. so clever because they, they're not afraid to like address the elephant in the room when no. something is silly. And I love that uh, they address the meme of uh, Green Gallo and he's like, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that was yes. so good. They dropped all the lines, all the f- most famous lines. Yep. They brought those fucking yep. back. Mm-hmm. It was uh, fantastic. Willem Dafoe absolutely kills it. Uh, what's her face? The, the actress that plays MJ. I was not. I wasn't a Zendaya? big Zendaya. Zendaya, first two Tom Holland ones. I was like, she's all right. It's like who's it? She like, plays a quirky kind of awkward chick. Yeah, well. at least give her a red stripe in the hair. You know, give us a nugget, give us something. And then this, this movie, I was like, I'm a fan. She's, oh, she's she, good. She got me on this. She's one. great. She fucking did it, Zendaya. And, and it's also fun that like Tom Holland and her are actually like dating in real life. Yeah, see how that works out. Yeah. yeah. Have you uh, seen that other? Because uh, Toby and Kirsten Dunst dated for a little bit and then Garfield and fucking and Emma, Emma Stone Emma Stone dated, they dated for a, for a little while. bit too yeah I was like that's a little meta right there it dude it is it's a little oh, that is the Spider-Man man. path just the, something about being Spider-Man you're all doing the same thing right well, that's meta that's a good fan theory someone should write that down <sighs> that's that's into the next Spider-Verse thing and the end when he's just kicking the shit out of him that choreography was fantastic oh, so good I was, he was just the punches the the violence that he was portraying yeah. I was like that's fucking like, like real fucking like rage yeah dude and also like on that note Marissa Tomei yep did a great job like her like her like death scene where she's like trying to play it off like oh no I'm fine and yeah stuff. and it's like you're like oh no you're fucked yeah <laughs> like, yeah the whole time and then like, she drops the line the, the responsibility oh, line. Oh, of course. She's got to drop the responsibility Dude, line. when she did that in the theater, everyone goes, no. Because everyone <laughs> knew she was going to die. Knew she was dead. Yeah. Like, like you're oh, fucked. You're done. Dude. Stick no. a fork in her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, prior to that, though, before she died, though, when Green Goblin and uh, Spider-Man were fighting, like, in the hallway. Yeah. And Spider-Man's punching him in the face, and Willem Dafoe's just laughing. Just laughing in his like, face. this is fucking good. Dude, Willem Dafoe is such a fucking unbelievable actor. He's so awesome. Yeah, best supporting actor for that role oh, for a God. Spider-Man movie. I think he should give be, it to him. I'd give him a nod. I'd yeah, give him a oh, nod. yeah. We're, we're just I'd, a give, bunch I'd of give Garfield a nod. COVID I'd denying give fucking nerds, though. What do we? Know? Yeah, right. We're not Hollywood pedophiles. <laughs> no. If they don't, if they don't give, if they don't give Garfield and Dafoe both best supporting actor nods, then what are the Academy Awards? Then what are they? They're nonsense, by the way. They're they're nothing. But here's how good <laughs> Andrew Garfield's acting was in Spider Man. I went home and a day later I watched Hacksaw Ridge. Just cause I was like, I need more Garfield. I never saw that movie. Is it good? His acting is fantastic. He's so good. He's such an underrated I think like he's just had bad movies. Yeah. Cause like those Spider Man movies that was like, Oh, that's his shot and then those movies sucked. And, and his they acting's did not... still good in them. Oh, of course it is. They just didn't make him funny enough. Yep. I felt like what they did. This is like giving me flashbacks to the Amazing Spider-Man too. Is they just put him and Emma Stone in a room together, and they're like, "You guys are both so funny." Just like ad lib, and it was like, "Meh." And they're like, "We usually have people write this shit." Yeah, for us. like I can. I'm really Seth good Rogen at- usually. <laughs> Emma's like Seth <laughs> yeah. Rogen wrote my whole shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is Bill Hader here to yeah. write me some lines, Holy please? Shit. But um, yeah, I think he's just had bad, 
bad fucking movies, but he is so good. Oh my god, yeah. he was so good in that movie. He really doesn't have that many other good movies. I mean, hack. I mean, he's still young. Good young Andrew dude. Garfield movie, I would say. Uh, acting, check out Hacksaw Ridge okay. and the new Spider Man. I'll check that out. Yeah, you know that's I mean? all you need. That's prime time that's Garfield. It. But he needs some more. He needs some more. I think Give he's gonna some get more. some more after this movie. People are the internet is a buzz. And you know what's gonna help him? Us talking about him right here. That's gonna give him a lot of buzz. Everyone do uh, hashtag Steamboat Comedy Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and we're and gonna we're gonna get him on the show. We're gonna get. He's gonna win best of the boat. He's gonna win best actor of the boat yep. next year. He's gonna push out whatever whoever won it. <laughs> whatever. I don't won know it. who won it. I. I, I don't even know if we have actors here. They they had a category for best community actor, and I was like, well, the Chief Theater doesn't exist, so who the fuck are you going to give this to? I was kind of upset. I was like, I thought someone would nominate one of us, but yeah. it didn't happen. We're yeah. up there. Does it, we're up there. it looks like we're having fun, doesn't it? But we're not. Acting. Acting. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm actually horribly depressed every yeah, time I'm on stage. all the time. And that's showbiz, baby. We do it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. I don't know. Any other closing thoughts on, on Spider-Man? I, I just want to see it again. That's I'll, literally it. I was like, I want to see it one more time. Is in it theaters. on Disney Plus yet? Because we should just like stop this and go watch it again. It's not yet. No, oh, it's fuck. still in theaters, which is one of the first movies to be like, we're not putting it in a while to be like, we're not putting it on any streaming platform. We're only releasing it in movies. Yeah, because it was that see big how it works. Of a and it movie. grossed fucking a, a billion dollars. Dude, yeah. it's so good. And it's fucking. It's inspiring. Ugh. All of it. The it movie, like, the revenue it got. The fact that movies are still going to be fucking happening yeah. in theaters. I've been able to think not since The Dark Knight. Because I saw The Dark Knight like <sighs> three times in theaters. Fuck yes, dude. Not since The Dark Knight have I been like, oh, like that, like blown away. It's fucking wild you say that because I had this conversation where I was like, last time I remember audience reactions like that was when Heath Ledger took his mask off for the first time in The Dark Knight yeah. and the crowd fucking applauded. And I was dude. like, that was that was like the last time it was this interactive. Dude, the Dark Knight was so good. Going back to like, why do they need to do more Batmans? You, they don't because the Dark Knight series was it. It was it. Those three movies. God damn it! Well, it's just fucking DC and try to do their like, oh, we can do a universe like Marvel does, except Marvel. for they suck. Yep. Oh my god! Did you? I see- mean, you got Aquaman carrying the team. It's like, come on, bro. Did you see? Like the extended version of uh, the Snyder Cut. Yeah, the Snyder Cut. I did. I watched it in like four sittings because it was that it's, long. I mean, it's like four hours long. Wildly long. And it was obviously it was way better than the first one because they cut out like everything. I didn't watch the first one. I just watched the extended version. That's same here. I, I, just, I, I just it. I was just watching it with Reed, and he was like, "This wasn't in it. This wasn't in it." And I was like, "What are you talking about? This wasn't in it." Yo, how did this movie make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it was self indulgent to be that long. Yeah. Well, they should have just but made Aquaman's two fucking dope. movies. He's, Jason Momoa is pretty cool. Jason I know Momoa he's is... a heartthrob, and everyone wants to <sighs> blow him and shit. But I well, like they, him as Aquaman. Speaking of Zendaya and and, and fucking Momoa, you saw Dune, and yep. we've talked about Dune on the podcast. Yeah, yep. After watching Dune, I'm just like Momoa is not as good as people want him to be. Yeah, he's just not. He's too like he, buff. Well, he just pl- he tries to play the cool guy, but he's not like quite funny. He's not affable enough to yeah. be the cool guy. He will come out with a buddy buddy comedy in the next two years. Just wait. That's at dude. 
Just wait. You are so right. Mark my words. It's going to be like him and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. They're just going to do Due Date 2. And They're going to, yeah, Due, due Date 2, or it's going to be like The Rock and whatever Kevin Hart are doing. Like, they'll just, <laughs> they'll they'll team him up with someone super funny. Yeah. He'll be like, no, he can carry his own weight. It's like The Rock can't. No, Kevin Hart blows him out of the water. Of course. He does. I do like The Rock. I think The Rock is funny. He, he is. He's funny, but without Kevin Hart in those movies. No, of course not. You're nothing. Yeah. What's a good funny The Rock movie? He was very funny in the first Jumanji when I saw it because he because he plays like that? a nerdy Kevin. Kevin Hart. Hart. You're right, uh-huh. but I mean like him by himself because he's he's playing like he's a big buff guy, but like he's inside like a really nerdy guy and he's like nervous all the time. And yeah. He plays that very that well. That was pretty funny. I saw that. He did that well. And Jack Black. Jack Black steals the show in that. Movie God. Well. Jack Black just always. We could talk about show. Jack Black for hours. Oh my God, bro. we were talking about Tenacious D. Uh, we were we were listening to Tenacious D today. At work, of course, and it was fantastic. Tenacious, I love Tenacious D, D, despite their last album, not really was the Rise of the Phoenix. F- yeah, flicking my bean too much, but I I'll die on the hill that Tenacious D is a great rock band. I love them. Well, it, it see, it's not just because I remember there's a guy in college who was like Tenacious D sucks, and I was like, why? He's like, well, they just say fucking or like they just cuss a lot and talk about like dicks and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but it's also like it's silly. But it's also good music, dude. Those uh, they rock hard. Dude. The riffs Kyle is playing on oh the an acoustic guitar. You're like, what the? F- the that's not the, normal. The guitar solo in Wonder Boy is yeah. like 40 seconds long, and it's the best guitar it's solo. Fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's so good. They dude. literally have a song called Classico. On, oh yeah. Their oh, fr- Classico and it, and is great. KG playing classical fucking music, dude. That's pretty fucking badass. So badass. Jack Black in Tropic Thunder. Uh, probably one of the best comedic performances. But he was upstaged by Robert Downey Jr. You think? I mean, he's he's I, he's still great because yeah. Tropic Thunder is one of the funniest movies ever. Like we were just talking about it uh, before we came in about fucking your favorite movies, like favorite comedy movies. I love you, man. It's mine, but we'll get into that. That's and that's fine. Yeah, great movie. But Tropic Thunder is probably top five. It's, it's packed though. It's packed. The it's, fucking star power they have in that movie, it's, which could. That's a dangerous fucking plank to walk on. You have too many stars in it. We were talking uh, about like how Garfield should get a fucking Oscar nod. Robert Downey Jr. got an Oscar nomination for Tropic Thunder. That's I didn't. Did you know that? It's like it's like one of the only comedic roles to get a Best Supporting Actor nod. Do you know who he lost to? What year was it? 2007, I want to say. 2007. 2008. Best supporting. Who do you lose to? Guess. We already mentioned him on this podcast. God damn it. Not Willem Dafoe. Nope. Not the. Uh, it was a bad guy in a comic book movie. Not the. Uh, he won it. Not uh, Topher Grace. It <laughs> wasn't Topher. I thought Topher deserved it, but that was a <laughs> few did, years later. He didn't win that for that 70s show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he can't win an Oscar for a TV show. What's the best fucking. Acting performance you've ever fucking seen when he took off his mask. And Heath playing. Ledger. Heath Ledger won it posthumously. Yeah. Over Robert Downey Jr. Bummer. Fun facts on the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. Yep. Um, I love you, man. It's one of the most underrated comedies of all time. Check that one out. It's fucking. Well, I mean, Jason Segel is underrated himself, and also uh, forgetting Sir Marshall, one of the fucking. Yeah. It's way up Speaking there. Speaking of great comedic performances. Mm-hmm. Russell Brand, Russell Brand, love him or hate him, yeah, fucking kills it as Alice Snow, it. dude. I think he's Getting kind of Sarah a Marshall. weird tool guy now, yeah. but he was fucking so he was born for that role in that movie. And 
get him to the Greek. I get him to the he Greek. plays the same character. Oh, yes, he does. Which is fucking Eldest fantastic. Snow. Eldest Snow. Mm-hmm. Some of the best lines. Uh, get him to the Greek. Puff Daddy is in that movie, and he fucking murders it too. He does. Every line he says is funny. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, where did this come from? <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Sean. Fucking wild. Sean Combs, what are you doing? Oh, God. We should just have our own podcast just about movies. Yeah, we could keep going. That's there's kind of like there's what a thousand tangents we could have gone on. <laughs> yeah. Mention a movie, think of an actor. Mention a different movie, think of a different actor. <laughs> That's just the whole ladder this going we climb up forever. to. It. <laughs> forever and Fuck ever. comedy. We're just going to talk about movies. Yeah, I'm down. Funny movies. <laughs> Funny movies, of course. Sometimes sad movies. Sometimes sad What's movies. What's the saddest movie you, you think you've seen? Dude, the saddest movie I've ever seen... Is probably the notebook. Really? I've never seen that. Dude, I I'm cried. Too straight. <laughs> so, fun fact about Kyle Ruff. Kyle Ruff cries like a little bitch when he watches movies. I can't help it. I cry. I cry when I watch movies. If it's a you good movie. You said you did get welled up when Garfield said. Oh, I, fuck, I squirted tears when Garfield fucking <laughs> caught. Oh, no way. I do. I'd fucking do it. I mean, it was like, like legit That's a down good the thing. cheeks. That means you're in touch with your feelings, bro. That's a good exactly. thing. Exactly. I'm not. We get these chicks. When I, when I was a youth, <laughs> I was like, this is embarrassing. And now that I'm a man, I'm like, I'm just going to cry. Yeah. There's I'm just no gonna let the sad gender out. Gender stereotype from. Men can cry. Men can cry. And that's what this podcast is about. <laughs> this is about men crying. <laughs> At least once a podcast, one of us will cry to promote n- stopping male hatred. Yes. White male to promote, hatred. Uh, the the diffusion of toxic masculinity. Exactly. Yes. That's really what we stand behind at Steamboat Comedy. Exactly. Most of my most of my comedy is just me crying on stage. Yeah. After most after a joke doesn't work. Yeah, just like, cry. Do you guys hate me? I really fucking thought that was gonna be funny. I'm like the guy I'm waiting. I'm like, are you guys mad at me? <laughs> no, I fucking escorted. Sh- I mean, it was like nonstop fountain of tears. For the notebook. For the notebook. Jesus. It's so sad. That one's Gosling, right? It's got. It's a very young Gosling. That was like that was like Gosling's coming of age movie. Yeah. Now put him on the map. Well, I would argue. Remember the Titans put him on the map. That he was, but well, but he was so overshadowed because there's like eight. Every single person Denzel. remember the Titans is fucking famous now. Denzel, of course. Ethan Suppley, stud. He was in there. Who was he? You don't know oh, Ethan Suppley? He was he was the uh He's big, the guy who was guy. really fat and now he's all fucking buff and stuff. Yeah. He's actually a really smart, interesting dude too. He said he was on a ton of painkillers the whole filming of Remember the Titans. Really? He said he doesn't really remember it. Really? I saw that a clip on a podcast. I can't remember which fucking podcast he was on. Huh. I think it was Theo Vaughn's, but he was like, I don't I was heavily into uh, pain medicine. He's been through a lot. Well, before that, he was on American History X, which is an intense movie. That's probably yeah. what got him on Painkillers. Was That's dealing a crazy with that fucking, fucking movie. movie. That's a wild movie. Yeah, Spike Lee. That'll make you squirt some some tears too. The Notebook. I can't. I don't even know what the saddest movie I've seen is. I think I saw Simon Birth when I was a really young kid. Simon like Birth. My, my mom watched it. Oh, the one the that's where he's like the little guy and Jim Carrey like narrates it. Yeah, he's a dwarf, and then he and he he hits the fucking home run and he kills his buddy's fucking mom. Kills his buddy's mom with the baseball, and yeah. then the whole movie he wants to be like a hero, and he finally saves a bunch of kids from drowning, yeah. and then he dies. Yeah, and it's like <sighs> that is. I watched a, that movie one time when I was like eight, and I remember the whole fucking, plot. That's a rough movie, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a I remember rough movie. The whole fucking thing. <laughs> he's a fucking LP to start with, dude. <laughs> but he's only like twelve. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that was a tough movie. What else is a sad movie? Just, um, let's just radio. Play down. Radio. <laughs> radio. I never saw radio. You never saw radio. It was I pretty saw sad. Radio. I just remembered that fucking uh, Cuba went full retard, which, as we learned from Tropic Thunder, Tropic Thunder, you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to do. There were some sad parts, but it ends happy. I think radio does. I do also uh, the end of Forrest Gump when fucking Forrest Gump is talking to Jenny's grave and he's like, yeah. talking. he's like, hey, he's so smart, Jenny. I fucking I just bawling. Yeah, dude. Time. I mean, Every Forrest time. Gump is. There's you can't argue that that's not a great fucking movie. It's, yeah, turn of the century. Turn of the century. Fucking Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Other sad movies. I'm not a big sad movie guy. Same me neither. To be honest, I, I like w- I like fun movies. I don't watch the rom coms. No, I don't watch the com or I watch the coms, not the roms. Not the rom part. Uh, Just Friends. That's like a rom com. That's Ryan Reynolds and uh, Amy Smart. I think. Ryan Reynolds did a bunch of those. Yeah, those that's a pretty funny guys. one for a rom-com, I guess. I heard that. What's the one with him and um, Sandra Bullock? Ryan Reynolds, Sandy Bullock. Oh, yeah. So it, I don't know. Sandy the Bullock's roommate like was the, just watching it the other day, and she's like, it's actually pretty funny, and I just I was like, mm, it's a rom. I'm not going to watch it. But it, apparently it's more calm than rom, and I yeah. just I missed well, it. What do you think about Wedding Crashers? That technically could be a rom-com. It's a buddy com, it's but a buddy, also- Definitely a buddy com. Rom-com, though, with how it ends. Yeah, there's some rom. It ends very rommy. I Top love ramen. I love that was on not too long ago, and I forgot the scene where like uh, uh, Owen Wilson is all like sad and depressed, and uh, uh, dude, what's his name? I can't think of what, Vince other, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, thank yeah. you. Is like trying to like cheer him up, trying to get him out of his funk, and he's just like starts attacking him. And he's like, "Yeah, you redneck," <laughs> and he's just like, "What?" You <laughs> called me a redneck. <laughs> yeah, he's just like out of nowhere. He's just kind of yeah, like what? hillbilly. Yeah, hillbilly, <laughs> and he's just like so confused. <laughs> he just like leaves. Yeah. <laughs> so good, you redneck. Hillbilly. Yeah, you hillbilly. He's just like, uh, I'm gonna go. He's called me a hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it's so because there's that's there's no like. That's not like a callback to anything. It's just completely no. random. <laughs> it's him being so flustered. And yeah. that's one of the funniest things is when someone's very flustered. They just start saying and things. And spouts shit out. Yeah. And you're That'll like, always work as a comedy yeah. fucking chemistry. Yeah. Right? It was so good. Because he's just like, he's like, he's like, yeah, you, you redneck. And he's like, what? And he goes, you hillbilly. And he's like, he's <laughs> like what are you talking the about? The double down. Yeah. Is he, just, also- he doubles down. He's like, hillbilly. He just goes like, what? Again, he's like, out. <laughs> like, like we're not going to discuss this any further. Yeah. <laughs> the double down is a very uh, prominent comedy philosophy, at least in my book. Indeed. I respect the fuck out of a double down. Oh, yeah. I think uh, one of the shows we did last time, I had a joke that didn't work, and then I did a callback to that joke, and then afterwards you were like, the only callback you had was to a joke that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's very fucking funny. I might try to actually start doing that more. Yeah. Just and I appreciate they just like I'm just gonna make this work yeah. whether you like it or remember not. Remember that joke that didn't work? Yeah, here, here it, is, it again. is again in your face. Here's that's a double down. Yeah, and everyone's just like, okay, yeah, right? I mean, that was your worst fucking joke. <laughs> no one laughed. Why are you bringing it back up? But it works. It works if it if it doesn't work, and then you acknowledge that it doesn't work. The acknowledgement. And then you double down on it. That's why when we were talking afterwards, you were like, "That's the only one that didn't work." I was like, "I should have acknowledged that, and then it would have been funny." Right. But I didn't, and it just fell flat again. <laughs> and that's something that, like, uh, the more I watch, like, more people, like, like even, like, Mark Masters, like, when he did his, he was very aware of, like, when his joke didn't work, and he'd, like, 
call attention to it not working and then try to riff from that standpoint. I think that's a very zen thing. Man. It's a zen thing. It's also it's a it's a thing that brings the audience in. Yeah. Because that's that's advice I got early on from uh, it's Pat Truer actually told me this. He's like, well, if you're hosting, you're you are speaking on behalf of the audience, and it's really not just hosting; it's everyone, but especially hosting, where it's like if someone goes up and doesn't do well, you have to go up there and be like, "Well, that didn't do well." Like that's you it. have to say it; like you have to acknowledge what's going on because that's what brings everyone. That's like we're all part of this. Thing. It's, it will it releases the tension, which is a huge, Absolutely. huge factor in comedy. Absolutely, build the tension to release it provokes laughter. Yes, and if you don't release that fucking tension, especially as the host, yeah. Like the as Pat was saying, that should be the job of the host, right? Then the whole fuck everyone will be tense the yeah. whole fucking show, dude. Right. That's not fun, and that's I mean for that's, anyone but me and you, you know. Yeah, of course we'll so be just murdered fun for us. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, it's it's that kind of acknowledgement of what's going. on, I think goes a long way, just in general. Yeah, with comedy, um, I, I agree. I think it's fucking it's the the self awareness. Yeah. Comes in with the zen, comes in with the you got to be present to know yes. what the fuck is happening and what the kind of vibe you're fucking giving right. off. And it also just shows confidence that you're like okay with rolling with whatever the fuck is happening. Yeah. Well, know? the fucked up thing is this is all very, when we're on stage, it's very prepared. Like we chose to say this most <laughs> yeah. of the time. Most of the time. Like I had thoughts about this before many times and I was yes. like, I'm going to say that. I wrote these thoughts down Again. on paper. <laughs> for you guys in a live show and if yeah. it doesn't work i feel like a fucking idiot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that needs to be addressed yes yeah it's like well i guess i'm a fool yeah i guess <laughs> i was wrong about everything who, yeah. who else knows what i was wrong about yeah right Maybe. you guys all saw how bad that was <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> oh man oh Good buddy fashion bomb nothing i have a weird relationship with bombing i think sometimes when you don't bomb do you feel like you miss it? And then you do bomb and you're like, oh, I remember this is the worst thing of all fucking time. I mean, I don't know. I bomb all the time. So I guess, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on what you mean. I, was I, don't, a, I don't know. I guess I haven't like, I haven't like actually bombed hard. You got to knock on wood. No, I mean like, I, like I, I, like, I didn't finish my sentence in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Not since like, not since I was starting out. Cause it's the same kind of thing where like, now, the way you avoid bombing is one having shit you know works obviously, yeah. and like if you're gonna do new stuff, mix it in with shit that you know works. But um, don't open with it. Don't open with don't it. Don't open Drew. with it. And uh, <laughs> sorry, Drew, but um, <laughs> but also just the acknowledgement of it. Yeah. Because like if something doesn't work, then I'll just make fun of myself for it not working. Yeah. Like, Ninety plus percent of the time that does well enough to get you through to the next thing yeah you know yeah definitely i had a thought about that but i fucking forgot it <laughs> i did right. i did it's fucked up but it, it was like uh it happens yeah what are you gonna do man it happens i was we can probably wrap this guy up yeah i, I think so i mean do you have any more uh closing thoughts on uh spider-man or sad movies or sad movies or <laughs> things that make you cry. injuries dude yeah hurting yourself no i i'm not really man i'm, I'm stoked to uh Tell some more fucking jokes, though I am. Oh, and I we missed, got some missed the last open mic, and that's I was like, fuck, man. But it was it it was a surprising. I was so worried. I was like, there's no one here. I'm gonna have to fucking just eat plates of shit. It ended up being a great time. 
Because now we're we're at the full swing here where we got tourists coming in. Yeah. And that's one thing I wanted to um, I wanted to relate to just kind of like our group of people is I feel like a lot of people are still in the mindset of doing like jokes that pander to like local people and like steamboat jokes. Yeah. But our crowds, like so the last show, I went out of my way to promote to locals. I put on like local pages. I put a promo code for like any Steamboat Springs employee gets half off tickets and yep. shit. Our crowd was 100% tourists. That's wild. 100% tourists. You just got to write it down. So, Note it, you know. So, well, I mean, at that point, it's like we should be in the mindset of of performing for people who haven't seen us even though it feels like oh like you know we're doing we're in the same place doing the same thing but it's a new crowd every time and so just like um i think performing as locals not for the locals right you know what i mean exactly because they're gonna want to see local people up there performing right but all our jokes don't have to be like fucking steamboat right you know what i mean but even people like someone was like oh it's texas week and i went to cpl yeah. And it's like the the crowd has no fucking idea what CPL is. And I do. It's also Texas Week is not it's called Music Fest and we just refer to it as Texas Week because yeah. it's all Texans. Like it's not actually called Texas Week. Let them know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, let them know that that's what we yeah. call it. Cue that'd them in on it. That'd yeah. be good. That'd be funny. Yeah, like welcome to Music Fest or as we call it Texas Week, like yeah. that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that I think that mindset needs to get brought on people. This is some inside baseball. I think you're right. I believe so. It's I mean, just, I do the same jokes whether it's locals or tourists every time anyway. Sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> it, I'm not. This wasn't you. It's no, I know. I know. But, I was uh, just making it about me. It's just the mindset of like us <laughs> becoming more of a legit comedy scene. Yeah. Because this is not something that people in Denver deal with because it's always fucking whatever you're going to get in Denver. 95% of people from Denver. Right. Where we have anywhere from 50 to 100% of people are tourists. Right. But even the people from Denver, the, the point is they don't see it's it's not the same people. It's not our little show. Oh, because there's so many fucking right. people in Denver. So yeah. like you're not you're not performing to a niche audience when you're in Denver is my point. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like and so many people are like in the mud season or the even the summer season mindset of being like, "Oh, well like we'll just make jokes about how crazy it is to be here because we all live here." But it's you say that to our last crowd and everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. I don't live here. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. No, we'll see. We'll see how this next fucking weekend goes. Yeah, it should be good fucking time. And on that note, this next weekend coming up after this podcast comes out, we got uh, very funny Mr. Mike Stanley. Stoked to see this, him, dude! I'm very excited. Stoked. So I, uh, I saw well, our next two shows. So the first time I went to Comedy Works, we went to Thick Skin Night. So Thick Skin Night at Comedy Works is a night where they have half pro comics and half Names out of a bucket. Yeah. And anyone can do it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's hosted by Mike Stanley. Oh, okay. Mike Stanley has been running. He's like a big time guy on the Denver scene. He's like, he headlines comedy works all the time now. Like, he's like probably about to put out a special. Like, he's really coming up. Nice. Fuck Very yeah. funny, dude. Um, But he hosts it and his, he always brings in a pro to like co host it with him. And the uh, first time I saw it, the co host was Stephen AJ who is going to be here headlining two weeks after that. Nice. The last weekend of January. Uh, and those two guys fucking killed it. Yes. And we actually had our own, 
when we went, our own, we all put our name in the bucket. Our own Miles Sanchez went up on stage. Got to come back out, Miles. Got to come back out, Miles. I just saw his fucking ass. Got to come today. back out, dude. Get back on the horse. Is he not fun with us or something? Yeah, Are we he... not fun? Pe- is this us? Yeah. Is it me? Is it me? Is it him? Is it us? Is it us? Miles? Uh, fucker? Answer me. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't call me in the next 30 seconds, I'm pissed. But uh, those two guys were both so funny. Mike Stanley's so funny. And he's uh, going to do a great job. I'm, I'm very stoked to have him here. And also, friend of the show, Steamboat Comedy Podcast, frequent guest, Corey David is Corey. going to be the feature. Haven't seen him in a minute. Always I, stoked for fucking Corey. Yeah, love Corey. He's another guy who's just rising Funniest fucking super fuck, fast. Bro. Very funny Making dude. Making moves. Very fucking sharp, dude. Yeah. And he's going to feature Not for just him. dressed, either. Not just dressed. He's a sharp He's a sharp-looking man. He's a sharp-dressed guy. He's a handsome boy. He is a handsome... <laughs> funny fucking man. He'd hate it if we were just... I know, like, right? He's so handsome. He's, like, dude, fuck he's so man. handsome, Corey. I love you. <laughs> uh, they're going to come up for this next show. It's going to be a great time. So get your tickets now. Steamboatcomedy.com. The link is up. We've already sold a couple tickets. Um, so it's be coming up this weekend. The... 14th and 15th at Schmiggity's. At Schmiggity's. Schedule tickets now is going to be a great time. Uh, and we got more shit coming down the pipes. Obviously, we still got open mics every Tuesday. Yep. The adult spelling bee every Wednesday. Oh, yeah. And, some more things in the work. And some more things in the work. Yep. So uh, stay tuned. Kyle's work, really. I don't do much. I mean, I, I show b- up to this. I bring you around. <laughs> <laughs> I show up to this. I do the work, and I'm like, Matt, bring your ass. I over tried here. to do the work one time, and I was like, I don't want to do the work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the work tried to sucked. do a tiny bit of work once, and I was like, I can't do the work. You're like, oh, work sucks. <laughs> I dude. can't do that, Kyle. I'm sorry. I thought I could do it. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate your honesty. I tried. Couldn't do it. Hey, you make great posters. That's what you know, right? Well, I mean, I, I make them, but you print them. I print the fuck you out. Print of the it. fuck. There's one thing I can do. I can print a fucking poster, dude. Not full bleed. Not full bleed. <laughs> All right. It's like a crazy. The printer doesn't do that. <laughs> I would have to cut those. I'm not going <laughs> to. And I'm not going to do that. I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so check that all at steamboatcomedy.com, and we'll see you next time. Check it out. Thanks for joining us. All right. See you guys. Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. Ah!